Hello, welcome to episode 81 of the Legendary Frogcast. I'm your host, Joseph Blanchett, and with me setting up a Ustream account or a Livestream account or something is Casey McDonald. Hi! Hi! So yes, you're, you have your Twitch TV account, but um, you're, you're doing, a, you're doing yeah, something so you can just like... Yeah, because if I'm streaming um, like Flash and stuff, then I, I can't do that on Twitch because they send you a warning. <laughs> This isn't video games. This isn't video games at all. Heresy. Yeah. Well, you can get away with some things. You like you start up Minecraft or Call of Duty Ghost quick. You, you can, uh, you you can stream some things if it's to do with video games. Like for example, one of my friends is making a, a texture pack, and he'll stream himself making that. But it's for a video game. Yeah. See, so it's you know. So if you're making Unreal Tournament 2004 maps. Now, this is totally not on the topic of our podcast, but I wonder what would happen if, like, a very high-profile streamer that has millions of followers is just like, eh, I'm going to stream myself cooking dinner today. Like, would they send him a warning if he's getting, like, thousands of people <laughs> yeah, what watching? What if there's, like, a... He stopped playing Minecraft. So he's he just has his desktop, and his little face cam in the corner has a picture of his kitchen, and he's making macaroni and cheese. Like, what would yeah, like, do? <laughs> like, what, would they tell him to stop and go back to making doing games? I don't know. <laughs> like, men will be at your house in five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, they're getting views, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Is this part but, of the strategy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so we we're going to talk about BlizzCon 2000, uh, 2013 today. Yay! BlizzCon. Yay! Um, AKA, we're going to talk mostly about World of Warcraft. <laughs> And that has nothing to do with the Ustream. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so BlizzCon took a hiatus last year because they had, like, three games coming out. Um, Diablo, StarCraft, Heart of the Swarm, and uh, Miss Pandaria. And, um... Yeah, here we are again. BlizzCon, they announced a bunch of expansion stuff. They had brand new games there. Um, yeah. So let's kind of go over... I mean, this is mostly going to be Warcraft talk, but, um... They talked about the Diablo 3 expansion, um, Reaper of Souls, and showed off some of the new areas and monsters and stuff. And um, and their new sequel to Lost Vikings. <laughs> Reaper of Souls, Lost Vikings. <laughs> Sorry. Diablo 3 seems to be um, just making more stuff to do, especially when you're at, like, like the level cap. Like, they're putting in, like, uh, challenge rooms or, like, mini dungeons and stuff where you can just go and grind loot and uh i didn't read up too much about it but um like the new diablo 3 experience seems to be uh pretty solid like it'll definitely get me playing the game again once that comes up oh sure just to at least see it i, I mean that's the thing that i don't understand about people is they're like diablo 3 so bad but it's always fun the first time you play through it at least you know i mean like the, the sure the replayability wasn't fantastic um, it was kind of easy in some places, but it was a good game, you know? Like, it wasn't bad. I haven't touched it since they made a lot of revamps, like, about a half a year yeah, ago. Here. <gasps> and, uh, oh my goodness, sorry. <laughs> I just looked at my Excel energy bill, and it made me gasp. <laughs> have you been using the heat too much? No, it's really low, because oh, I've good. not been using the heat yet, so it's just like, oh my goodness! It's always great when you're like, oh, what's my heating bill going to be? Ooh! It's like... <laughs> it's just like, I was sitting here, and I just like glanced over, and was like, oh, I should look at my mail while we're talking. I apologize, let's get back on track. That has inspired me to turn down my heat. <laughs> I really have to be on right now, okay. 
<laughs> yeah, so Diablo 3 looks pretty cool. Um, the new expansion will definitely get me interested. Uh, no auction house. I've been getting rid of that. Which, uh, actually, I think that'll be the biggest change because once I beat normal mode, like, I never, I never, um, use drops anymore. I just went to the auction house. Yeah. No, that's how the game was designed. Yep. Like, um, you, sure, you know, like, when I was playing the Inferno mode, you know, you had to farm and stuff, but it was mostly to farm to earn money to, to, save up, to buy stuff in the auction house to progress. Like, that's how the game worked at that stage, which is, which is definitely not correct. Mm -hmm. So, that's not how a game should be, and I think they know that. That's why they're changing it. Surprised it didn't happen sooner, but I'm sure they have to prepare a lot of stuff for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, they had Hearthstone there, which um, is going to open beta Ooh. next month. Um, that game is pretty much complete, but they're always making additions. Like, they, they're adding a new, like, ranked mode um, the ladder. Yeah. Um, I'm in the beta right now, and it's a lot of fun. So, looking forward to actually coming out. They yep. um, showed off Heroes of the Storm, which is their Dota game, or like MOBA. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not really familiar with those types of games, but I do know a little bit about them. And it looks like they're trying to decrease um, playtime, because like, Dota 2 games and League of Legends can last like 45 minutes to an hour sometimes, but they're aiming for about 20-25 minutes on average. Yeah, I mean, I don't... That always did. I mean, I'm not a little kid, right? So, like, um, that's one of those things that, as an adult, you don't have a lot of times to play video games. Um, when you're like still going to school and stuff, it seems like you just can spend hours doing one thing. But yeah, that's that's really appealing to a person like me, where it's like yeah. I've got you know the things I got to do in a day. Like, I don't have time to spend, you know, free what free three hours playing like a match of some game you know like I'm just gonna get bored yeah like a Dota 2 looks really fun to me but I've just been intimidated actually getting into it yeah especially since like no one really knows what well those kinds of games for some reason are also super competitive yeah I don't know why just like the environment is hostile so if Blizzard could make it and make it friendly for casual play um yeah I think this will be my entry into it. And, uh, you know... Oh, um, casual gamers ruining everything. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's kind of like Hearthstone. It's real easy to get into. Yeah, yeah. You can invest a lot of time into it. Um, and they have a bunch of different modes, which um, League of Legends and Dota 2 isn't known for its variety of maps because they basically only have one. <laughs> but Blizzard is adding, like, different maps with different um, gameplay elements to it. Um, so that kind of tells me that they're taking more... A little more mainstream approach to it, because you know, because there's all this other stuff you can do with it. But yeah, um, the uh, CG tr trailer they showed for that was like really cool, because it had like Diablo fighting Jim Rayner and uh, Witch King fighting. Nova. Sorry, Jim Rayner would lose <laughs> fight against Diablo. It, like, what? He's a, he's like a space marine, sure, but he's like a normal guy. Up against Diablo with like no like it like what it's not like magical. Well, to be fear the the a, a nuclear blast ended the fight. Not That's not true. But Nova did it. Yeah. Like what is she like an ability of his? Call Nova. Call Nova to shoot. Him. <laughs> yeah. I've gone run by speed. No, Nova's a uh, support class in that game. Okay, so she supports Jim Rainer. Yeah, she's a. Now we'll go into all that stuff. Um, I don't think they had any. Legacy of the Void stuff there. Like, I don't even think they show off any. Yeah, I was kind of expecting some, I guess. But, I guess, at least um, just... Heroes of the Storm is the StarCraft team. 
That's so, true. I imagine it's like it, they put a lot of work into that after um, part of the swarm was done. Uh, true. But the big announcement for us anyway was a. Uh, was not the dark below, as we talked about in our in our last podcast, but uh, yeah. the Warlords of Draenor, Ooh. new Warcraft expansion, and uh, I instantly fell in love with um, this location and stuff because I'm a huge orc fan in the Warcraft universe. Well, now we we talked about what we we had speculated last time that it would be about time travel and stuff, and it's weird. It's very strange how. Yeah, it's... yeah this isn't. Time travel is why it happens, but it's not really a time travel story. I guess the the best way to relate what this is, for you Doctor Who fans out there who know a thing about time travel, it's like, well, maybe I shouldn't say this because it's the whole other thing, but like, you, Joseph, remember that episode of Doctor Who, like where um, the Master and all them, they, they want to bring Gallifrey to Earth? Yeah. It, this reminds me of that. Oh, that's true, it's yeah. Like, it's, like, it's like Garrosh has gone back in time, and then kind of changed the way Draenor was, and then now is bringing Draenor to us. Like, the past is merging with the present. That's kind of what it is to me. So, Garage escapes his panda prison. Um, his panda prison. Somehow uses... He got the tired of them pandering to him. Yeah. It's like, they're so always asking, like, how was your day, Garage? Are you feeling peaceful? And he's like, no, I'm angry. So he escapes probably with the aid of a, a renegade bronze dragon and and they somehow use the dark portal to travel back through time about 30 odd years ago and Garrosh prevents uh, his father from drinking the blood of um, uh, whatever his name was the big pit lord guy and, and thus preventing the demonic corruption of the orcs Draenor um, but he also sends like kind of more advanced technology a lot more like like their weaponry and stuff and this causes the orcs to basically take over Draenor and um, that's who the warlords of Draenor are they're the they're the chieftains of all the orcish clans yeah so we have like characters like Grom and Gromish I guess Gromash is his name now his, his full name um Hellscream and uh Duratan and Nurzul and Goldan and Whackhand and all those other... Oh, they said Whackhand. <laughs> Wacky jaw, man. <laughs> Wacky hand. <laughs> so, we have Kargath. We have Blackhand. He's the first Warchief of the Horde. We've got Kilrog, the guy that the, the Warlock Eye spell is named after. Yeah. I, I remember, too, um... Kargath was in Burning Crusade. He was the boss of one of the one of the heroic five mans. Like the fell, well, like, he was. He was the leader of the of the fell orcs. Yeah, and he's he's here again. Yep, his yep. younger self. Yep, you have Nurzul, who becomes the Lich King. Goldan, who still ended up communicating, uh, making deals with like demons and stuff. So he's all greenish and. All he's, he's the evil one. Yeah, he's like. He's, well, they're all bad guys, I think, but... Yeah, like, Gul'dan is one of those orcs that are, like, just really bad guys. Yeah. You got Gromash, who is Thrall's best friend in Warcraft 3. Yeah. And we have Duraton, who is Thrall's dad. And, and, and he's the only one who's actually, a, like, an ally. I think he's, he's like, the Horde well, ally. Oh, that's right, yeah, he's, like, the Horde guy that yeah. does all the Horde. 
What do you think? What do you think about Nerzul? I don't know if that Nerzul's gonna be. Well, he might be a villain. I remember reading his thing and that like he's he tries to be like, you know, he's like the shaman one, so he tries to be like the most intelligent. Yeah, he was a um, Goldan's apprentice that ended up betraying him, I think, and um, basically got tricked by the Legion in the end and got turned into the Witch King. But like, I don't think he was a very nice guy, but. He seems to be, like, without the influence of the demons, he may be, like, more of the, like one of the better, you know, like, one of the better orcs. Not really. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. I think he's, like, a better, I don't know, it's hard to say, because you've got Gromash, who's, like, going to be, I'm sure he's going to be the one that's just, like, I'm a warrior, better, you know, just, like, he'll be honorable and all that, but, you know, he leads them. Um, and then, uh... And then you've got like um, I don't know. You got the rest. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure where I'm going with this. Oh, yeah, that was it. Um, mentioned um, Orgrim Doomhammer will be in it, but he's well, not a he, who he's was not Orgrim Doomhammer. He was um, but, I, I know he gave Thrall this armor, but that's all I he know. He became the war chief after Blackhand, so I think he's part of um, like the Black Rock Orc clan. Yeah, and he was like really noble compared to everyone else. He ended up like, oh, I guess he was still kind of a bad guy back in Warcraft too. But he says he's in there, but he's not a, a, a chieftain. But he's like, you know, like like a, a second in command of, of one of the clans. Yeah, so that's gonna be awesome. Like having all these characters from like Warcraft two and three be like villains in this new game. That's true. Yeah. Oh, the only thing uh, there's a couple things I initially don't like about. Um, this expansion and this is coming from like you know more of my critical side of one is that we've just had orcs as a villain you know like we just had like garage and all that so having another expansion where he just jumps right back into the the, the spotlight um i just think it's kind of weird they've never done that before it's not a bad thing and it could still be a fantastic expansion it's just not something that they usually do with world of warcraft they yeah, usually, this expansion they usually turn story on. leads right into the next one which is interesting yeah like um but this could be kind of their direction now, like because they, you know, with Mists of Pandaria, I feel like they really changed a lot of what they wanted to do with World of Warcraft, and I think that this could just be the beginning of that, where it's like, oh no, every expansion is going to lead directly into the next one. We're not just going to keep jumping, you know, storylines and being like, okay, let's go underwater now because it's different. Like, let's 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 stay on track with something. You they know? mentioned so, that the ending of this one is going to lead into the next one as well, and I have a feeling it's going to be something to do with the Legion. Yeah, um, I have a feeling by the end of this, um, some things going to happen with the Legion, and that's going to lead to the next one. Because yeah. you have like the orcs and Goldan and all and all that. Um, there's a lot of uh, a Draenei stuff on the Alliance side. Uh, obviously, like the Draenei lived on Draenor. It's named after them. Um, the Alliance capital is the Black Temple before it was the Black Temple. Which is amazing. Yeah, that's really cool. And I listened to some music from it because they have some on the website. And it's I the... did. Did I show you that music, or did you find it yourself? Found it myself. Yeah, because I went and listened to that too, and it sent shivers down my yeah, spine. Yeah, it's like the Black Temple theme, but it's all like peaceful and majestic sounding. I'm like, wow, it's, they... it's like whoa. Cool. I downloaded it too. Like, it, I just have it now. I saw some screenshots of a, a comma before he wasn't broken. Yeah, yeah. Um, level one hundred. So, going back to uh, 10 levels, they said the main reason they did that 
is one is well one the stat um increase is just more natural when it's 10 but that wasn't a big reason the main reason was um that stopping a level eight a 95 just felt stupid when level 100 was there so he's, let's go to level 100 you know yeah 10 years later a level 100 world of warcraft um, there is no new racer class which is probably a okay thing I think that's good. It gives them more time to work on the new character models, which, by the way, is another point of it that's just amazing. That's, like, going to be my most favorite thing yet, is the character models. I was looking through all my all the characters I have, which are, you know, mostly just level 20s or whatever. I was like, man, I can't wait to see what you look like in these new I, models. I want to get... I want to make a female mobe. I've never wanted to make a female mobe before. <laughs> Pretty adorable. There, there's, like, the one where they're, like, doing the charge. They're just like, For no, God! They just look so angry. <laughs> yeah, the, um... I mean, these are, like, Pandaren-level animations. And I would say even probably even more than Pandaren. It's probably a little better, yeah. Yeah, because, uh... Especially, like, the uh, male Pandaren have, like, really squat faces. There's not a, a whole bunch of room for a lot of emotion. Like, the females have more. Um, but, like, the orcs and the gnomes... You know, they have huge mouths and faces, so they're just, like, <laughs> emoting like crazy. And It's, um, you ever see pictures of that new MMO, um, Wildstar? No, I haven't, actually. I've heard of it, though. Um, yeah. My Guildmaster at Wild is it. Well, I think it's in beta, or, or, or something like that. Yeah, he has the beta, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, I haven't looked a, a lot into it, but one thing I noticed is, like, the art style is, like, really nice and cartoony looking, and... Oh, neat. I think this... It's kind of like wow, like Warcraft-ish in, in appearance, like a little bit more cartoony. But um, I was looking at these new models, and I was like, you know, this is basically on par with that. Maybe a little bit less since it's an older engine. But um, yeah, like these models are are definitely up to par with um, non-realistic MMOs. Yeah, well, I like non-realistic MMOs. Yeah, I mean, like if we're on the subject, it's like you, they keep making all these MMOs that are supposed to be like. I don't know, like, they're, they're supposed to be, uh, you know, like, super ultra-realistic or whatever. People apparently keep asking for that kind of thing, and I just, I don't know, I don't like those. <laughs> like, uh, Guild Wars 2 was realistic, but still kind of cartoony. But yeah. Still, even though it was pretty gorgeous to look at, I still kind of felt bored looking at the people in it. <laughs> yeah, it had this neat, like, it was sort of, like, everything looked like a painting in the distance. Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't really know how to definitely it. cool. I like that one. Yeah, it, it, it kind of reminds me of um, Skyward Sword's art style. The only difference being that I think they did it a little bit better than Skyward Sword did in some ways. But, uh... Models are, are kind of a awesome thing and kind of an unnecessary thing because, um... Yeah, I had an argument with people, actually, on uh, Moonguard of all servers about this. Moonguard is all one of those servers that's always behind everything Blizzard seems to do, because they just love it. But, like, they're complaining about how, like, well, we're not gonna see our characters, because they're yeah. always in armor. So, like, they're like, what's the point? Unless we're in Goldshire <laughs> dancing around naked. Uh, Usually like, I, I have, like, helmets turned off, and that's the most important part. Um, but, but yeah, most of the time... Like, especially when you're raiding, like, the character is so small anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But, um, like, when you're questing and just hanging around, it's definitely noticeable. Oh, certainly. Well, and the animations are gonna be... Oh, yeah, the animations are a lot more. Like, I like how they, they changed the orc animation, where 
it looks like you know there's a lot of weight to him. He's like a linebacker, you know. He's like every step has a lot of weight to it. Yeah, well, yeah, they they look so angry. Yeah. <laughs> it showed like, off warts, um, dwarves and gnomes, and a few pictures of a turn of a torn and undead. So, yeah. Hopefully, they said they'll have all of them at launch. Um, they do plan on drain eye and blood elves too, but like after everything else, since um they're already better than. than the, yeah, yeah. So, it's definitely really cool. You're uh, gonna have one free level ninety. Um, per account. So, if you buy a Warlords of Draenor, you get a free level 90, basically. Yeah. Which is good, which is really good for returning players who, like, stop playing during Cataclysm or Witch King. Yeah, it's, it's like, um, I don't know, but I mean, like, I've already got level 90, so it's like, oh, what kind of alt am I gonna make? (laughs) Uh, but yeah, like, um, no, I think that's what, it's one of those things that, like, you know that they're doing to try to bring people back. I think that's one of the best things they can do, though, honestly. It sounds cheap. It sounds like, oh, they're just giving people a free character. Um, but I mean, like, you know, I want the community to grow in World of Warcraft, you know? Like, it, it's 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 one of those things. I don't know. Well, you know, like, when uh, Aureliath was playing for a little bit... He kind of gave up, uh, yeah. And, like, I don't think he was really going to play very seriously, but, like, you know, he was playing, having fun, but, you know, he, he kind of tapered off around, like, level... 40 or so because it's like you know what it's just too much i have other he stuff got to, he got to outland yeah yeah so he can like, yeah. basically pick up warlords of draenor get a boost that adorable gnome he has level 90 and just play all the new stuff right away yeah so that's definitely a good thing um i'll probably use that to get another orc character to 90 because i had to race change <laughs> he's now a stinky dwarf that's all right. He'll be very hairy next expansion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's like every time I talk to people about the character models, I go like, I saw the really hairy dwarves. It's like what always stands out. It's to kind him. of funny that they put all this detail into basically the unclothed model. The underwear looks really good too. <laughs> yeah, it's like they put a lot of attention to like the underwear and the muscles and the body hair, and it's like, man, not many people strip off all their armor, and when they do, they're. uh they're they're doing it for a very specific purpose, but uh, yeah, it's funny to see like the dwarf model and just how it's, there's hair everywhere. Uh, let's see here. So they're getting rid of a bunch of stats. So there's no more hit or expertise. There's no more parry or dodge. Um, how do you feel about that? I like that. At first, I logged in to like my hardcore raid guild and was like, "Oh man, they're really screwing with the stats. No more hit or dodge or anything." And they're like, "I oh, know, I hate it." <laughs> but like, um, hold on. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, I think it's a good thing, honestly. Um, because like about uh, it in our in our raid group, and uh, one of the tanks is like, "I don't like how they're getting rid of dodge and parry because you know that that's you know that's what tanks are." Well, but at the same time, like, I mean, I try to think of how many tanks just rely on that, where it's like the the damage they take becomes very spiky and stuff, because you can't control when you dodge or parry, like... I know Death Knights um, do a lot. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, it's like, it kind of defines a lot of tanks in a lot of ways, which I, I guess I could see why tanks would be upset by that, but I much prefer larger health pools and high armor, where they just take very little damage, because it's like, you, after a while, um... 
Like, look at, look at, like, Ice Crown Citadel, right? This is a really good example of why Dodge and Parry are bad. They actually had to institute a debuff well, that while you were in the dungeon, it reduced your dodge and parry chance oh, to a right. point that, like, yeah, because people would dodge and parry everything. They wouldn't be taking any damage. So, to combat that in uh, Cataclysm, they, they changed it somehow. Like, I think it's that they just reduced it or something. Like, you couldn't get over a certain amount. And then in Mists of Pandaria, they changed it again to say, like, you know what, let's... Um, let's have it so that, you know, if you dodge or parry, you just take reduced damage from that attack or whatever. Oh, that's right, um, yeah. Yeah, like, they tried to normalize it. Um, and now they're just saying, just, just get rid of it, because it's just causing problems. So and it like, became another block. Yeah, like in the, uh... Or, like, a block, but not as good. Or, yeah, block and parry kind of became... But, yeah, like, um... It, it's kind of like what happened with mana, where it just kept getting out of control, and then they fixed it by literally taking mana away, essentially. But they said, like, let's... I mean, like, we still have it, but, like, they, everyone has the same, and your intellect no longer increases the mana pool. Um, which is, uh... They, they just they changed that completely by just saying, nope, everyone has the same amount of mana, it's about how much you regenerate. Which has, which has been pretty effective, I would say. Um... And I feel like they're just kind of doing the same thing, you know. It's like it's going to be about your armor and, and all of that. And yeah, they said they're going to increase armor, like yeah. tanks again. Um, It'll actually be a stat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the getting rid of hit, basically, so every character will hit their target. Um, and they're also getting rid of um, reforging, like completely. Yeah, which is pretty amazing. When they added reforging, it felt like a good thing. I really liked reforging when they first introduced it, but oh, they're also changing the rest. They're not just getting rid of reforging, they're also making it so that most armor pieces won't have gem slots, and if they do, the gem is very special. It's, uh, yeah, it's just one gem slot, from what I understand. It'll probably be like a meta gem sort of thing, I'm guessing. Well, I think they said it'll just have one gem, they're not having bonuses anymore, and gems will be worth a lot more than they are now. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, what else? Did the, oh, enchanting. They're, they're, they're reducing a lot of the number of enchants you need as well. Yeah, so you won't have to, like, enchant your boots or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Whole friggin' armor piece has some sort of little enchant on it. Yeah, it'll have more variety in the enchants. So. It's, it all sounds like good things to the game. I mean, like, it... I feel like I always say this in every expansion, but it feels like they're they're simplifying the game back to what it needs to be to make it interesting again. Because it's like, everyone goes on and on and on about vanilla being the best, you know, like the people I play with anyways. And uh, the position we're in right now, like taking away that complexity brings it back to that point again, where you actually have to to play... You, uh, uh, This is going to sound weird, but you, you can't really get carried through by your stats. You know, like, uh, I don't know, like... Oh, speaking of which, their items squishing us again too, or not again? Well, uh, one more thing. Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, oh, yeah, they're adding kind of more stats, like unique stats that aren't like part of the item. Um, uh, oh, what am I looking for? The item price, basically. Um, yeah. They're adding things like like you may get an item that adds cleave to your attacks. Oh yeah, that's it'll, right. It'll increase your like run speed. Reduce the amount of uh, durability you take. There's another one. Yeah, I think it's actually looked at all. Actually, I think that one is it. It, it uh, has no durability. Like it doesn't have repair cost. Oh, are you sure? I think it's a percent thing, though. It might like, be. It might be. Yeah. So they are adding the item squish. Um, I'm not really Just... sure. I think I made a note here about the numbers. They gave an example of uh, if you have 50. If you have 500k health now, you'll have approximately 30k health when the expansion hits. 
Yeah. Hit a fireball is doing 25, uh, 45k. Now it'll be doing 2k in the expansion. So they're bringing it right about to Burning Crusade level, I would say. Is that what those numbers are? Well, no, I just remember at the end of Burning Crusade and very start of Wrath, um, people would be pulling around like one point. I remember like we we figured out some math on Patchwork when it first came out to say like, okay, what should be like the minimum DPS requirement? And I remember it being about uh, 1.2k was what it needed to be for like the worst DPS, you know? Um, so th- that sounds about right. That sounds about like, you know, Burning Crusade, Start of Wrath, maybe. Yeah, um, the item levels are staying the same, but, uh, you know, those have less stats. Now, this is a confusing thing to me. So, like, they said that it's still going to be, like, the world's still going to feel the same to you. Yeah. Uh, they said that what they did to do it is they flattened the jumps between, um... All the dungeons? T- all the tiers? Yeah, so, like, I guess that makes sense. And expansions, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like the huge jump you got from level 60 to Burning Crusade um, won't be there anymore. Basically, it'll be a pretty clear... It'll be a, a pretty steady progression up throughout, I guess, everything until level 90. Yeah. Uh, which is which is kind of interesting. But does that mean, like, the, like, the different tiers and, like, Glitch King and Cataclysm won't have that much of an of a upgrade? If one at all, I imagine. Like, from, from tier 9 to 10, are you going to see, like, a really small increase? Probably, if you all. I mean, they said they said that they just flattened them. I mean, no one uses that gear anymore. So like, oh yeah, it... but I mean, when you're leveling up. Oh well, when we're leveling up, well, you wouldn't be doing. Well, I guess you're not really leveling up anymore. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, when you're doing, when you go from Northrend to Cataclysm stuff, you're not doing. Yeah, you don't do any of the raids. Yeah. And in fact, when you go into Cataclysm, there's like a huge jump in in monster difficulty because it, they kind of assumed that almost everyone had raid gear. Yeah, well, they and they had to they had to overcome that um that gap too from having no raid gear to raid gear. And um, the reason they they uh, they did this was partly because numbers were getting ridiculously high. Yeah, and also that and it was actually affecting how the game was performing in some cases. Like it, it caused lag in some extreme cases. And also, the game engine literally can't handle some of the numbers like the boss health if they get too high it's a 32-bit engine and there's just limits in, in how many characters you can have like how many va- um, how big your values are so yeah like if you notice in Siege of Orgrimmar some bosses just heal themselves halfway through the fight because if they didn't their health would be too high it would be through the bit limit yeah yep so um it, it may be a little jarring at first but You'll just you'll just forget about it after um, after a little bit. I mean, I read some previews and people said they didn't even notice it at BlizzCon. So yeah, and it's I mean, it's, they said that half the people realized it for about twenty minutes and then just forgot about it. So it's not a big deal. It's not going to affect anything. That's kind of the way we thought about it too. I mean, like we talked about it before. It's like you just get used to it. I mean. Whenever you tell people that, like, oh, yeah, at the beginning of this expansion, doing 10k was pretty good. Or 100k, sorry. Doing 100k was, was pretty was pretty good or whatever, you know? Like, you wanted to see that. And, um... Actually, that was really good. I remember being on Elegon, and our top DPS Warlock pulled uh, a little bit, slightly over 100k. It's like 101 or something. And we were like, whoa! You know, like, whenever she managed to pull that off. 
Oh, that was in Throne of Thunder, actually. No, in Elegon, she's doing, like, 80 or 90. What? But, yeah, I mean, like... During, like, Lich King stuff, wasn't, like, 6k, like, really, really good? I think so. Yeah. I, I think, um, no, I think 10k. No? No, 10k was Cataclysm. I remember people doing, um... Was it no, or was it a hundred? No, it couldn't have been a hundred. I don't remember anymore. I remember during um. It's a hundred. That was kind of average, right? Yeah. Uh, I'd say well in Siege of Orgrimmar. Well, yeah. This, I, I, I want to show how much like you forget about it. Yeah. How much it, it scales from expansion to expansion, even like tier to tier, and how it's like since they have so many uh, raid difficulties with different item levels, it's like it's just getting ridiculous. Out of control. Yeah. yeah like, um, how much it was like a jumping each time so that'd be kind of neat um the big raid change oh um one thing about the gear is they're kind of changing how gear is like works basically like gear will change depending on your spec oh that's right i forgot completely about that yeah, that's like, interesting i don't really know exactly how it all works but the example they gave because it kind of happens all the time if you have a if if plate if um, intellect plate drops, you don't have any healing paladins. Well, it's just worthless. I like, can't do anything with it. Yeah. But uh, any any um, plate wearer can pick up that piece, and when they equip it, it'll turn into you know tank gear to DPS gear to anything. I know. Well, and again, that's a good thing. Um, it means more competition on loot. Yeah. But at the same time, like. It's just, it's one of those things that they've had to keep going and implementing all these things. Like, for example, um, questing in Pandaria, where depending on your spec, you get different, uh, you get different loot or whatever from the quests. Now they don't have to do that anymore. They can just give you the same piece and it all, it just changes whatever stats it is based on your spec. You don't have to keep alternate sets of loot on hand either because it'll work for all your specs, I'm assuming. Yeah, theoretically, you, like, a, a druid may only need one set of gear for healing and for feral, you know? Yeah, yeah. As bizarre as that is, yeah. But they still have, like, mastery, crit, and haste and stuff, so, like, that'll still make a difference yeah. between, like, what you want, but it's, like, That's, They're also getting rid of reforging, so I guess... Well, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I, I don't know, yeah, because I guess mastery, crit, mastery, hit, haste, and crit. Those are, like, the three big ones, aren't they? Where it's, like, you know, what does your spec focus on? Yeah. Um... Yes, yes, that means I guess which piece you're wearing matters more because you can't, you uh, can't reforge into something else. Yeah, so you might actually keep alternate sets of gear around. For example, like uh, I would want like lots of mastery or haste as resto, but you don't want any crit at all. But crit's also really good for boomkin and feral. So. I think mainly the, like like the main thing that's going to change is it's like if you're a healer that'll turn to intellect and spirit. Sorry. If you're if you're a tank, it'll turn to armor and strength or whatever it is, you know. Yeah, yeah. Or in agility and all that so like the mastery haste and crit will probably stay the same but just those other things will probably change uh, okay so the big change to raiding this patch is um they're adding the flex system to raid finder to normal and to normal well they're they're adding the, the flex system to raid finder and normal raids and they're renaming Flex to normal and normal to heroic. Yeah. So I think. Now, this, well, I think this is a really good, really good change as a as a ten man um, raider because in a ten man guild, if you're missing one, if like if you're missing someone, you're kind of stuck. You have to pug. 
But what groups can do now is they can just have a roster of 12 or 13 people. And if one person isn't there, it's not going to ruin everything. Yeah, and which is which is fantastic. For heroic rating, well, for mythic rating, mythic. it won't be like that. But yeah, like, um, I that is like the biggest point of relief for me, I think, ever. I it's thought just, they weren't going to do this because I thought it would just be too much of a change, but, but, but now that they did... Uh, now that they did, I'm, I'm really glad. I mean, it changes the game in a fundamental way. Um, I don't think it'll bring back, like, community sense to a lot of servers. In fact, it might even reduce it a bit more, but you can raid with your friends now, and there's a less there's less of a chance of you getting locked out to a raid. Actually, we were having an argument with somebody in the guild about this, where they were saying that, like, they, this means that they have to do all of the raids now. Like, you, if you're, like, let's say you're a mythic raiding, that means you have to do heroic and normal and LFR. And I was like, that's actually incorrect, because it's not really changing from what it is now. Yeah, it's, it's just so it'll have the flex um, scaling in it. And yeah, yeah. It'll also be cross-server, um, like, you can use real ID friends, even in, like, a heroic rating, because that's the new normal. So, like, we're different factions now, I guess, but, like, if I had a horde of level 90 and another server, I can just raid with you guys, like, if you needed someone or whatever. But, um, yeah, it, it's really good change. Um, the, the Mythic is being uh, restricted to 20 players. Yeah, and it's the hardest, hardest difficulty. Uh, yeah, it's, um, it's basically what Heroic is. And, and they're saying um, with 20 members, we can start designing raid bosses around a set number of, of players. Like, before they had to balance between 10 and 25, and it was just like, well... We're kind of limited because of that. Yeah, well, and not to mention that, but they also are forced to, um, like, they, I don't know. It, it just they, they, one of the things that they're doing with this, with just like that. Uh, wait, you might have already said this. Sorry, I'm a little dis slightly distracted. <laughs> but like, um, I was talking to Mark about a game I played recently. But like, uh, um, this means they get a lot more development time as well on all of the rating because they don't have to sit there and design like the 10 man and then the 25 man and. Like, that's going to be really nice, too. We, I've been complaining about that since the very beginning, since, like, Wrath, where they've just been like, oh, well, we spend so much time making all these equipment sets and the coloring and the skins and all the bosses and all this, and I was just like, so just get rid of it all. Like, we don't need it, you know? <laughs> but, uh, so I'm really looking forward to rating being really good next expansion. Yeah, hopefully. And, like, right now you're in a heroic-level rating guild, so that means um, if you're still with them, they have to basically purge five people. For their um, mythic team. Yeah, yeah. So it's probably fine because you're saying that a few of the players, were, a few of the players, just aren't very good. So we can just cut up. That's my vote is saying like just just cut the roster down. But like um. Oh yeah. Plus when they're keys, the, the normal and stuff, you can just bring twenty people. Like you don't have to change anything. Yeah, but but get this the. Uh, what, what, what he wants to do that I don't know if all the officers are in agreement on this but they were talking about um, just expanding the guild to have two mythic raiding teams and I was like no 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 bad idea because <laughs> we've all been there before or at least me and you have what would be the point of that I, I don't know uh, okay <laughs> um, I mean this is a big change for 10 man heroic guilds though yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But there's not many of them out there, but they're complaining. Yeah. Um, they shouldn't be, though. I mean, like, I don't know what they... Like, okay, so, I mean, 
ten-man heroic rating, right? I've, I've done it before. The thing is, is that you can just expand upwards. It's it's not too big of a deal. The biggest complaints you get about it is people saying, "I don't want to raid with that many people." I, you know, there's no sense of community. It all just becomes numbers on a chart. I want my close-knit groups. Like I raid 25-man heroic right now, and it feels the same as it did raiding 10-man. Once you get to know everybody, and it doesn't take that much time to do. Sorry, I went on a bit of a ramble there, but yeah, I mean. Most people work their daily jobs with, with that many people. They just don't think about it. I cannot comprehend more than ten people in my race. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the biggest thing they should be scared about is lag. That That's the biggest thing. Like, there are their computers up to be able to handle that? Because, like, even mine has trouble sometimes, and I have a pretty good computer. I mean, it will be a big change for those guilds, but being a new expansion, um, you know, things usually shuffle around anyway. And yeah. instead, like, I think Lore made a big post about it. It says, like, yeah, we thought long and hard about this. We thought this was the best choice. But we also feel that people will be able to, tr to transition into it pretty well. Like, let's say you're a 10-man raid guild. You, you want to do Mythic. Um, thanks to the flex, you know, flex scaling, you can just work your way up to 20, like, while you're doing normals. Like, you don't have to jump from 10 to 20. You can start building up your raid group like when you're doing regulars you know yeah yeah so uh yeah we'll, we'll see how that pans out i don't think they're gonna give in to player hate for it because i think it, it probably is kind of a minority um yeah i mean it's but it is a big change for those say people. yeah because it's like you don't want to say like well whatever they're just a minority they are players you know they are paying for the game and all that but it, i mean in this case it's like it, it's just it's one of those things that it just needs to change it just has to yeah and like you mentioned before they're bringing the flex thing into like the normal rating and uh we were mentioning this um like during the last expansion like what if we can just have a roster of 12 people and like one person be missing and it wouldn't matter you know oh yeah like well, when Flex first came out, we had that. Where um, I was doing a, a raid with uh, my guildmaster, and we were doing Siege of Orgrimmar, and like someone was being a jerk, right? Like they were just like, you know, oh, you people are a bunch of scrubs. You always get someone like that, and we just kicked him. And I was like, oh, do we need him? He goes, no, it's Flex. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, that's true. Yeah, like, yeah, like um, I'm in the Convert to Raid Guild, um, and it's you know, like all the raid teams are not really really fussy about like being on every single week because they because they know like real life shows up so like i said yeah, yeah. you can just have a roster of 12 or 13 people and if someone has to bring their kid to school or something it's not gonna matter so i'm looking forward to that yeah that'll be really nice um uh, see so you're questing there's basically not going to be any uh daily quests anymore I bet there will be, but there there won't be as nearly as many. They said there'll be some, but it's not going to be the the main. Yeah, like I'm sure there'll be one. Like they'll be dotted around the landscape. Yeah, they'll, they'll probably be, like, have. Yeah, they'll probably have a big quest hub where you can get something from it. But yeah, like I'm sure there'll be like you know, oh well, every day you can go here and let's like on the timeless isle. There's still like you know, oh go answer the riddle for the day or whatever. You know, like it's it'll they'll, they'll still be there, but they won't be like. We needed to go kill eight Mogu emperors every day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, He's it, not an emperor, just always <laughs> showing up. It, 
it just gets a bit out of control when you have to have this massive daily hub that you gotta do every single day, and a lot of the quests start feeling like, why would I do this more than once? Is this, like, is, you know, Thalnor the Bloodmaster really showing up every day, every time we kill him, to come and harass the island again? Like, what is this? And they said they're doing stuff like the Timeless Isle a lot more. Like, you would just be wandering around and see, like, a caravan being attacked. And yeah. if you attack the caravan, then you get back. I think that's a, that's a good idea. The, now, they're... Well, now, this is weird, because this means that there won't be nearly as much gold in the economy. I think that um, the game's economy is going to fall back on professions again, like it used to, yeah. back in, like, Vanilla and Burning Crusade. Um... Did Burning Crusade start the dailies, or was it Wrath? It I think was, it might have been Burning Crusade. Burning no, it Crusade was. Had, yeah, it had the, like, the ogre stuff and the netherwing. Yeah, that's what started it, and that came along with, like, the... It was, like, the midway patch, wasn't it, that they added all that stuff? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was, because I remember, I remember flying around Ogre Law before it was there, and being like, what are they gonna do with all this space? And then they added in Ogre Law. Um, so, like... Yeah, it'll probably go back to before that. I remember you had a lot of money because you just sold ore that you'd go to, like, Burning Steps and Farm. Like, I had to bum, bum, like, mounts off of you and stuff. (laughs) I made most of my gold this expansion by selling the uh, epic offhand from Enchanting. I sold about, about, you know, eight of them over the course of a couple months, and I made, like, 70,000 gold. I know... I know people make a lot more than that doing other stuff, but I was like, I've never had this much gold before. I, um, I've been running out of gold lately, just from all the gear and stuff I've been getting from the new raid. It'll probably have less gold next expansion because stuff... Our gold is getting items squished. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting gold squished. No, but I mean, that's... Again, though, that's probably a good thing, because, like, um... I mean, like, now it's not like they're actually decreasing the amount of money you get. It's just that there's gonna be... There's going to be less stuff to sell because there's less um, there's less gems and enchants and all of that. There's less item stuff. There is um, there'll probably be. A, I'm going to just make a um, a, 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 a what do you call them when you predict things? Prediction. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make a prediction that they're going to um, there's going to be a lot more crafted gear for every patch because without reforging, like the need for oh, yeah. all four different kinds of gear is going to exist. So there's going to be a lot more boss drops or a lot more, um, a lot more crafted. I'm just going to assume there's going to be more crafted because it's, it's just a, it's a source for people to make money. Um, there's going to be less, uh, there's going to be a lot of there's less dailies, so there's not going to be as much money coming from that. So there's there's going to be a lot higher need to have professions and sell things. This is just going to be a prediction I'm making now. I don't know how accurate that's going to be. That's that's good for me though because I mean that's how I make most of my money is selling like gold lotus and stuff. So. Yeah. Um, they're, they're adding a new feature, which is basically player housing, which people have been asking for. It's the uh, garrison that you can obtain. Yeah. Um, it's kind of an expansion of like of the farm in uh, Pandaria. Yeah, there was more arguments about this, actually, uh, with my guild, where they were saying that... I always talk bad about my guild, but they're, they're hardcore players. So they always have these like really extreme views of the game. And they... Uh, you know, we were talking about it, and they're like, "Well, I don't use the farm." It's like I think the farm's great. That's one of my favorite features of this expansion. <laughs> I use um, it to get free herbs, like free golden locusts. Yeah. So. yeah, exactly. And it's just so handy. Um, having a whole, like, you basically get a town yep. that you can have, and uh, you can, I like like that upgrade. You can add like, you can like get NPCs to go on quests for you. Yeah, and they come back with like items that you can use. You ever? 
You haven't played the um, Assassin's Creed games, right? No. Well, in Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, they had a uh, Assassin's Guild where you can basically recruit assassins, and they go on quests for you to gain experience, and you can buy weapons and armor for them, and you can use them out in the world to help you. This sounds like an MMO thing. Well, I mean, this is what the garrisons is. You can hire NPCs to do dungeons and raids. They're all fake. They're not real. <laughs> Could but, you uh, imagine, like, you come back to your garrison, you've been, like, at a hard day of raiding, and you come in and sit down, and, like, one of your follower guys is just, like, like, you, oh, was out doing quests for Tommy Baker. No, it's like, we need more for the Siege of Orgrimmar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, one of your followers is forming a raid. <laughs> yeah, but, like, you can, you can send those NPCs out on a quest and missions and like to do Just stuff and they come just... back with you know stuff you can use and um, yeah. and you can like upgrade your town so I mean I think they said there's going to be a farm in there but they're going to have like fishing holes and mines you can send peons out to to mine for ore and just stuff yeah, like they, that so there's going to be a um it sounds really nice actually it sounds like there's going to be a uh, there's like a pet guy that you can battle to like train off of um there's, a, there's gonna be oh, what else I would there's like a, a list there's a pet stable there which is like the Pokemon um, uh, care centers or uh, yeah. nurseries in Pokemon where you can put your pets there and if they're the same type then they can produce offspring so what's the point of having a main city if you've got all of this stuff well I, I don't think there's gonna be like auction houses so that's true yeah that's very true yeah but what if you set your hearth there that's what I mean. Like I was just thinking of that. Like, why not just set my heart there? If you have a, like, what if one of the things you can get? Maybe it's one of the later things, but you can have a portal to Orgrimmar or Stormwind in there, and you just set your heart there. <laughs> but yeah, but then there's no players, and like Blizzard always wants you to feel like there's players. Yeah, the, the fact that there's no auction houses and stuff. Yeah, it sounds like a place that you would stop by like once or twice a day. Like, like, if you're, like, a really heavy player, you'd stop there, you know, once you did, like, go collect all the stuff that's been brought back and send people out on orders and stuff like that. I mean, the uh, Assassin's Guild there. stuff in uh, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, even though it didn't really help you a bunch, it was just fun to organize all your players, so. Oh, yeah, that's true. It'll probably be a, uh, a neat feature, so. Let's see about that. Um... That's about it. Um, they're they're adding more dungeons, obviously, more scenarios. They're gonna have. To... There... What's that? Well, now here's something interesting I noticed. They talked about the dungeons. There's gonna be seven of them, isn't there? Like I think the seven. Yeah. Uh, four of them will be level up dungeons, and then like the the other three will be level like level cap dungeons. Um, this they did mention that they're gonna make heroics harder in dungeons and set it up so that you you have your dungeons you do at the level cap to get geared to work into heroics so that's kind of like what they did in Burning Crusade too. and they go back and forth with that like every expansion like which yeah. they were easy Cataclysm they were hard the Pandaria they were not super easy but they were definitely a lot easier than Cataclysm yeah yeah like um well, I think they're, they're gonna, I think with a lot of these changes, they, a lot of it sounds like they're they're trying to go back to sort of a Burning Crusade mindset with some of this stuff, like with the leveling up especially. Um, but like, because like, the, um, what was I gonna say? But uh, my my main complaint here is that Pandaria only had like four dungeons leveling up too, yeah. and it made leveling really boring for me. Like the first time through was fine, but after that it was like I just wanted to do dungeons the whole way. I've seen all the quests and like. They don't give you much EXP, and there's not many of them. So, like, there's not much loot. 
there's almost no point in doing them at all after you've done them the first time. So, like, that just made the questing and that just so grindy. Like, I really didn't like it. I mean, leveling up is just a necessary evil for MMOs, but I think they acknowledge, like, yeah, it's like, we need to have this level experience be unique if you do it more than once. Well, I, I liked the Cataclysm one because every level you gained, there was, like, a new dungeon to do. But with, um... And, like, that would be, like, half of your EXP bar, just doing that dungeon the first time. Miss of Pandaria, though, it's like, you, you do, like... They'll do all the dungeons it gives you, and then it's like, oh, well... I don't have any more dungeons to do, I just have to grind out the quest. Do how long steps and do these 20 quest hubs. Yeah, exactly, and that just got really, really old, and I'm hoping they don't just do the same thing again next expansion. Yeah. Well, you know, like, every time they do something, like, not great, like the level up in Pandaria, like you said, like, the second time you do it, it's not as nearly as entertaining. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they usually learn from that stuff, so. That's true. I think, I, think, two- oh, I think most of their, um, like, we're not friendly to alts is coming more towards, like, dailies and stuff like that. Yeah. They don't make it oh, yeah, Pandaria was super alt-unfriendly. Yeah. This one hopefully isn't. Um, they're going to have two raids at launch. One is Blackrock Foundry. Um, yeah. Which is, I'm guessing, where the Blackrock clan makes all the weapons. Probably. It, it's, maybe it's where they find things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a big pile of stuff. <laughs> it's the foundry. It's like orcs are really uncreative, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> or foundry. Uh, uh, we shall call it a foundry. Blackhand. What happens oh. if you stop finding things? Then it becomes a lost. A lostery. <laughs> uh, and then, and then, magically, all of the stuff just seems to reappear after the lostery is there for long enough, and then it becomes a foundry again. Yeah. A blackhand will probably be the boss in that. And oh, um, you're gonna have the high mall. Which is, I think, like the last bastion uh, of, of the ogres on Draenor. In this funny mood now, and I just imagine, like, you know, oh, it's black, it's black hand, and it's like, he goes, I've got a black hand. I found hand. you. <laughs> no, he's just because I've got a black hand, and I'm gonna use it to give you a black eye. <laughs> um, in the lore, he was appointed war chief by either by Gul'dan or Nerzul because he was. He was strong, powerful, and easily um, manipulated. And had a black hand. He had a black hand. <laughs> Just but one. He, yeah. Um, and uh, obviously he's not the war chief now. Uh, uh, oh. Do you think all the warlords are eventually going to be bosses? I think so. Except probably. for maybe like a Duratan? Yeah, I think I think it's going to be like... They're going to be all the end bosses, I would imagine. Which isn't a bad idea. Do you think? Do you think Blackhand at any point is gonna say something about our boots, uh, or kill the one in the dress? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, because of um. Like, what if he has an attack that specifically kills people wearing wearing robes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Looking back at the warlords, seeing what which ones make good bosses, and like, I definitely uh, Goldan will pro. There's probably going to be like a, a demon themed raid at some point, and Goldan will be there. Yeah. Gromash? I don't really know if. Where's. Like, Grom? I don't really know. Like, I'm, I'm sure he's going to be a boss at one point, but I don't really know if he's. But if you have to fight him and 
Garrosh at the same, same time. Same time. I was just saying, like, I don't really know if he's, like, a really bad guy. Like, he's definitely on the warpath, but... Um, well, I know that this expansion, like, some of the themes in the story that they're invoking is going to be, like, daddy issues. <laughs> so, like, uh... Oh, because Thrall as well. You've got, like, you got Thrall's dad out there. So, like, um... They were going to talk about how this impacts both him and Garrosh. So I'm wondering, like, what's going to happen with Garrosh? Is he going to stay a bad guy all the way to the end? Oh, no, he's going to die. They, they said specifically that um, the end of his character is in this expansion, and it's a good end for him. I wouldn't be surprised if... What if, what if, what if, what if Gromish kills him? Yeah, I was about to say, like, I, I would be surprised if he kind of turns into an outcast and gets turned upon, it basically, because he's, like... He's weak compared to everyone else, you know. Yeah, like yeah, like what if he um, what if he goes there and he's oh oh the possibilities are so good. <laughs> yeah, like we don't really know. Like we knew at the beginning of Pandaria, like they 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 fly out say that Garrosh is the last boss, which kind of ruined some some of it. But um, I mean we can guess that Grom and all these are going to be part of the end boss, but we don't know if there's going to be some big twist near the end, you know. Yeah. I don't know, because yeah, I wouldn't imagine Thrall being outcasted would make a big deal to him. He'd be like, yeah, I saw this coming. Because <laughs> he's, he's not really, he doesn't really consider himself, like, an old orc, you know, like, of, of like, the ancient ways. He's, he's, like, um, I mean, he was raised by humans, for God's sakes, you know? Yeah, I mean, that was part of his problem, is he didn't have orcish uh, sensibilities. Yeah. I mean, like, the problem in the eyes of, of the other ones. Of Garrosh, yeah, Garrosh and all them. But oh, I don't know. It's the oh. I didn't read what what the what the five mans are, but I think Shatrath might be. Shatrath is. I think it's a. I think it's a group of dungeons. It's either a dungeon itself or it's a group of dungeons. I'm not sure. I know Akendun is another one, um, which is going to be interesting to see that. Oh yeah, and they're also bringing back Upper Black Rock Spire as a heroic. <laughs> which just sounds horrible. Oh, I'm sure it'll be really good. I'm actually really curious to see it. Like I really want to see what they do to that to that place. They're um. Their revamped heroics have always been really good, so... Yeah, like, uh, it's just funny to think about, like, all the bad memories of Ubers, you know, like... Well, trying to find actually, them. Ubers have... was one of my best memories in original WoW, because we got the key... Well, I guess that was Lobers, technically, but... We call them Lobers. Well, up, well Uppers... Oh, well, yeah, it was Uppers and Lobers. Because well, we got the key to, to uh, Upper Black Rock Spire, and I was like... Not many people have this. I'm going to be in demand. And sure enough, people would be asking for keys. And I'll be like, I'll open the door for you. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Well, no, because Upper Black Rock Spire was one of those dungeons you had to do like every, every, you know, a few times a week because it had like some of the tier in it. Um, well, it had like tier zero, yeah, like the dungeon set. Uh, and and you wanted to get that if you wanted to get into raiding. In fact, you practically had to have it to be able to stand. Eight intellect. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, yeah, but you, well, you did, you know, like you had to have all those stats, like um, and I remember, like, I remember the first um raid I went into, uh, Zolgaru, um, they were impressed that I had that gear. I remember you see, the, you see like, hey, this guy's prepared. I remember the um, there was a there was a joke I made it a long. I don't know why I remember this. This is so long ago now, but remember you talking about how um, you were so mad because I think um, uh, the what's his face had your pants. Or something, or did he have the shoulder? I don't remember. It was, it was like the red black and um had your pants or something. He had he had something he that shoulders. Yeah, I think he dropped the shoulders. Now I think about it, which is weird because I don't know why I remember this joke being about pants now. But either way, I remember like it, jokes it was, are always better when they're about pants. 
But yeah, you were talking about how um, the fight works. I wasn't able to get in there yet. I didn't have the, I didn't, I, either I had never done it or I couldn't. Oh no, you were level capped and I wasn't. That's what it was. And like, uh, so like he, like the fight involved like a dragon and he was like riding around the net. I just got this mental image of of um, Ren Do like, yeah, flying off into the sunset. Like I've got your pants. <laughs> I think it was the shoulders, actually. Yeah, it was. It was the shoulders. Yeah, I, I made a little chart saying where all my uh, pieces dropped and everything. <laughs> it was hard work back then, though. That was because like it took a long time to level too. So like getting up to level sixty took forever. And then like uh, that's what the end game was for a lot of people is getting those tier pieces. Yeah, those dungeon sets. Yeah, those, that uh... was the thing though, I, and they they had that in Burning Crusade as well. It's like. I, I guess leveling nowadays goes by much quicker than it used to, but I remember like the level, like the, the just getting to level cap experience used to be much bigger. Like it used to be like you, you had all these dungeons you had to do to get your just your dungeon set to step into raiding because uh, um, Burning Crusade did the same thing. Like the, the raid dungeons back then, even in Burning Crusade, were like mini raids. Yeah, I I remember, even even like Strathom and all that were ten players back in the day. That's true. Well, and I remember. Uh, I think Uber's was 15, actually. It was. It was the only... Oh, no, they used to be, um... No, Scalamance, Upper Black Rock Spire, and Strat. I don't remember if there was another one. I feel like there might have been. Were... I don't think they were 15, man. I think they were bigger than that, actually, if I'm remembering correctly. Like, this sounds crazy, but I'm pretty sure those used to just be raids. You could just bring, like, 40 people if you wanted to. But I'm not 100%. I think they had a limit. I think it was either 10 or 15. No, that came in later, remember? Because they talked about how, like, um, the dungeons were just ridiculous. Like, half of your team would just be AFK all the time, and no one would listen to the commands. So they shrunk the raid sizes down to deal with it. Like, they, they said, like, okay, this is going to be, like, a 10-man only now. And everyone complained and said that it was just going to take forever because the trash was so ridiculous. So they actually took out a lot of the trash poles in those dungeons as well to make them shorter. I remember this now because I remember it took you like all night to do some of these things. I forgot all about that. How what we think of five mans now used to be mini like ra like raids basically. Yeah, like it would you would just go in there and just spend all night. Like you'd go do like the beast and all that, you know. And then like you'd upgrade from that to doing raids like molten core and so. Yeah. Man, I yeah I remember especially Black Rock Spire and uh, was it a, a Black Rock Depths were just I don't think I've ever beaten Black Rock Depths. I did once when it not when it was when it was when it was relevant. I don't remember. I think I did. I think I remember going and doing it, but it was like an event, you know. Like, yeah. like I was like, let's just go do it. I want to see what happens. So we we pulled together a bunch of people and just went and took care of it. In but it was really hard. It, it took us several hours and multiple repairs. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I remember when basically we got lobers on like um, a lower black rock spire on farm, and like upper is like. We were excited about it too. Yeah, like that, that was our progression. It's like, yeah, we can do lower Blackrock Spire. Isn't that so weird to think about? What were we farming in Blackrock Spire? So remember, I remember we had to bring you. You had to come so that we could silence things from a distance. Yeah, those were the things Earth because shock. you get Earth Shock and like, is we had to be able to pull stuff to us and nothing else. Like, because they would sit there casting and you had to pull them, so we had to get someone that had arranged. I think we were um, getting the the key and stuff because like, didn't you have to do? That stuff to get into Molten Core? Yeah, I th well... Because that's when they had, like, attunements where you had to do all this crap in order to get into Molten you. Core. 
I think so, but I think we were just trying to get the key for a long time. Uh, I know you got yours, then I worked on getting mine, and then we were doing Upper Blackrock Spire, and then soon after that, we started doing Molten Core, I think. I don't remember if we were in a guild at that point, or if we were leading, leading our own. I don't remember. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, Warlords of Draenor. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's a weird callback to a lot of that nostalgia, which is strange, because mm -hmm. it's a new expansion, it's a new continent, but for whatever reason, it makes me think of Vanilla and Burning Crusade a lot. Well, obviously, because, you know, it becomes Outland. Um, we were comparing the maps to Outland and uh, Duratar, and um, they're staying pretty faithful to, to what it was. Uh, they're adding a few, like, like parts of it, because obviously Outland is all broken up. Yeah, they can get away with adding extra stuff, yeah. Um, Zanger Marsh is a sea... In the new yeah, it's underwater. It's gonna is it gonna be an underwater zone or is it just gonna be like a thing you fly over? I see <laughs> pictures of like the Zanger Sea, but I don't. It might be part of a zone, but I don't think it's an entire zone. It might be an entire zone. I don't know. Might be. Let's we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, the like the place that becomes uh, um, Hellfire Peninsula is like a a jungle on Draenor. Um, they have a place called I think. Frostfire, Frostfire Peaks, which sounds like a banjo kazooie level. It does. <laughs> I think that's the name of it, Frostfire Peak. And, yeah, it, and hailstorm and um, hailstorms and um, banjo kazooie. It was a uh, hailfire. Hailfire, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and that's like the horde starting zone. The alliance start in a uh, Shadow Moon Valley, and it's all like, it's like this magic forest place. It kind of okay. looks like uh, Avatar the movie a little bit. I googled up Zanger C. And it's still, like, mushroom trees and stuff, but a lot of it's, like, underwater. I don't know how to describe this. That's and they have a bunch of other, other zones there. Um, yeah, so that's that's basically it. There's a lot of... Yeah, here... What's that? Sorry, look at this. This little... This is this is a zone. What's this? It's from it's from the, the BlizzCon. I just didn't know what it was. I didn't recognize the mushrooms. Yeah, it's all underwater. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I mean, it's just neat to think about, like, let's take something from, from Outland, completely change, like, the context of it. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, underwater place. And, and, like, how, like, those those spore whales kind of turn into, like, the spore beast. They grow legs. Yeah. It's pretty cool, actually. Um, yeah, I'm yes. looking forward to that. Everything I'm looking forward to. Good grief. I remember you were saying kind of like a before Pandaria, it was like, you know, I'm gonna give Pandaria a shot, but, like, I don't know if, like, this may be the last WoW thing I play, and I was like, yeah, I kind of feel the same way, but then, despite all of our guild drama, like, Pandaria has become, like, the most enjoyable experience, like, game-wise, that we had, so, oh, yeah. I, I'm, like, all on board for something, like, for more. Well, it's, it's funny, because Pandaria is what got me into doing live streams and stuff, too, so it's, like, this is a screenshot. Sorry, I'm looking at pictures now. <laughs> but yeah, like, um, you know, like, if we had never played it, there's a lot of, like, it's it's interesting to think about that, how we were just not going to play any MMOs at all. It's like, oh, screw it, I'm done. But then, like, um, this Wizard, Pandaria Wizard got their act together for Pandaria. And... Yeah, they definitely did. Uh, oh, it really worked out, too. It, maybe it's because we had such low expectations. I don't know. We'll see what happens with Lord Lords of Draenor, but I have, I have, I think there's going to be some good things in it. Yep. And uh, who knows when when it'll come out? They've mentioned they they like. Oh, sorry. 
Uh, they said that they're not going to do a patch 5.5 for, you know, um, this uh, a current one, and um, it, that's because it would take away development time of the expansion, and they said we want to devote all our energy to that. So, well, they said that um, someone in the audience asked when it was coming out. Like, this is like, oh, so we can expect, like, a summer release or whatever. And they said it might not even be that long. Really? Yeah. Because that's what I assumed. It's like, okay, so we're probably going to get it, like, you know, June or July was my assumption. But s- some people were, s- someone said, like, oh, maybe it'll be here in November. And I laughed. But, like, uh, I, I don't, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll be seeing I mean, it in, like, six months? I have no idea. Well, in six months, I mean, that would be, like, summertime, wouldn't it? Yeah, I guess so. Um, so I know we say this every time they show it off, but they, they seem to have a lot of uh, assets done, like environments. Yeah, I think most of their development time comes down to, uh, like, the ex- like the questing and yeah. tuning and all that, though. Man, if they can... I would be really impressed if they can get that out, even in the summer. Because that would mean... Because uh, that would mean... Pandaria lasted uh, a year and a half instead of two. Yeah. And usually, like, two years is their, um, is their thing. Well, this time last year, Pandaria came out. Yeah, it was around this time. It's like October, yeah. Well, it's November. I know. Yeah. Well, whatever. It had only been a month. Whatever. <laughs> oh, man, that means that we're probably running up on the anniversary of all our guild drama. Are we? Probably. Because, I mean, I, I moved into my apartment in January, so... Last year. So that means that November or December was when all that was going on. Do we get a achievement? One year anniversary of guild drama? <laughs> One year anniversary of everyone being a bunch of jerks. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, anyways, enough uh, of that. Um, And this, for other BlizzCon stuff, uh, you know, uh, Hearthstone will probably be going... Fully live, maybe like beginning of next year. Here's the storm. We'll probably have a beta sometime starting next year. I should probably play that for Twitch. I have a feeling Reaper Souls will be out by summer um, because they're doing the auction house stuff a couple months before that. Yeah. And uh, we might not see the the StarCraft thing next year. I have a feeling that'll be 2015. Yeah. Probably. If they're not even talking about it yet, they probably don't have enough done to really, like, show anybody anything about it, so it'll probably be a couple years. I wonder if the StarCraft Starcraft team can uh, manage Heroes of the Storm and StarCraft 2. Yeah, I don't know. I think I wonder if once Heroes of the Storm is released that they'll kind of... that they'll... that they'll uh, get another team to work on that. Well, yeah. I mean, they've, they're always talking about this... this they, they, I don't know. We'll see what they do. Alright, you can contact us at josephelfrog at gmail.com. You can find my Twitter at uh, joseph underscore elfrog. And uh, Casey has a Twitch stream, which is twitch.tv underscore Induin. Is it underscore? Is it? I think it's, it's twitch.tv. I mean, it's twitch.tv twitch. backslash Induin. That's what I meant. Yeah, and then and then I've got my YouTube account, which I haven't done much with lately, which is just the Casey Mobile. And then there's... um. My Twitter, which is at Casey four eight four, and yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, much so really, that's not doing anything YouTube related. Well, it's YouTube's just so difficult to deal with. Like, um, it just eats up so much time editing video. Like, that's like the worst thing. 
Is it's just like it just takes so much time. So like I've just if not, you're not really having a lot of viewers. This is not really. Well, but... Yeah, I mean it's like there's no point in spending a day or two to edit a video and get like you know of I mean, maybe maybe ten viewers for the whole day. Where like I can pull in hundreds on Twitch. So like well, not at once, but not per video, but but yeah, like on your Twitch stream you may have ten or so people watching, and that's the same as YouTube, but at least you can interact with them. Yeah, well, and they come and go, too. And depending on the game, like, I can get up to, like, 20 or more. And, like, I've already got more followers on Twitch than I do on YouTube in a month, a month or two. So, like, it's just, it's, you know, I just feel like there's no doing YouTube at the moment. Maybe if, like, I got really, really popular on Twitch and could say, like, oh, I'm going to make a YouTube account for something specific, like, I would do it then. Hmm. But there's just not a point right now, so... I don't know if it makes. I don't. I don't think even people really notice it. To be honest, I don't get complaints. So <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, you never finished the swapper. Yeah, really. All right. Um, so BlizzCon, looking forward to all the new stuff, and uh, we'll see you next time. See you, as latest. See ya.